I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This podcast is supported in part by Australian Ethical. G'day, Lewis. How are you? Hello, Dan. I'm very well. I'm very well. What's uh, What an exciting Look, show today. It's an exciting show. Uh, I don't know if the listener can hear, but we are in the uh, hubbub of the factory theatre courtyard, and we've got some very special fear muggers I'm going to introduce in just a second. I've got some big news, Lewis. You have teased this news to me via text message, and it's all I've been able to think about all day. All right, so what, what do you think it is? All right, you tell the listener what you think, what, what I sent you and what you think it is. Well, all you, all you told me is it has something to do with the person I'm most fascinated about in the whole world, Russell Crowe. And yes. weirdly, when you texted me, I just got a very odd email from the actor, the people at Actor, basically advertising a tour for Russell Crowe, which was very odd, but for me, welcome. <laughs> I'm like, thank God, Actor's finally doing something I give a shit about. Okay. Telling me about Russell Crowe's so, tour. I've got something. I've got a very particular gig with Russell Crowe coming up, and I think I want the other fear mongers to weigh in on it. So let's get the show underway and let's talk about it in a second. But first, let's thank our Patreon supporters who signed up this week: Aaron Melzimo, John Atchison, and Megan Chila. Thank you so much. I'm recording my end of irrational fear on Gadigal land in the Eora Nation. Sovereignty was never ceded. We need a treaty. Let's start the show. The following program contains medium coarse language and traces of nuts. Irrational. Fear recommends listening by immature audiences. Comedians, experts, laughing at the world as it burns down around us. <laughs> this is a rational fear. Tonight, because rental affordability is the worst ever seen, renters are encouraged to sign leases with their eyes closed. And the Australian Communications Media Authority says outsiders on Sky News is inaccurate. Ackerma authorities also ruled that water was wet and the sky was blue and Lewis Hopper is in breach of being conventionally attractive. <laughs> and for the first time, Australia will host the Quad Leaders Summit in Sydney. Previously, it wasn't necessary since former Prime Minister Scott Morrison was the leader of Australia, India, Japan and the United States of America. It's the 28th of April 2023, and with more questionable legal advice than Ivanka Trump, this is a rational fear. This is a rational fear. 
Welcome to Irrational Fear. I'm your host, former Fox News anchor Dan Illich, and this is the news comedy podcast that Gen Z is calling a hit of nostalgia for 2018. Uh, we are recording live from the Factory Theatre Courtyard on opening night of the Sydney Comedy Festival with some of the festival's best fear mongers. Let's meet them now. He's ditched the sleeve tats and the moustache for the first time in 20 years. He's going spirit gum free tonight, playing the role of Heath Franklin. It is Heath Franklin. Welcome, Heath. Hello. Yes, yes, thank you. You've cut chopper free. Um, do you guys uh, still t- stay in touch? Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, um, I decided that um, the cost of living crisis is not a great time for a rebrand. So, <laughs> shop will be back. There's only so many times my kids can say what's for dinner, and I say um, credibility. <laughs> seconds, seconds tonight, kids. As many plates as you want to fill up with credibility. And jealous off the back of Australia's entry into Eurovision, our next fearmonger has a plan to get New Zealand into the only competition that's more important than the Bledisloe Cup. It's one heart of two hearts, Joseph Moore. Hey! Hello. How do you get New Zealand into Eurovision? What's the plan here? Uh, the first thing uh, is for anyone apart from uh, me and my wife to give a shit about it in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're, starting the, uh, we're starting the campaign. We did an interview with a UK... Um, broadsheet newspaper about it and they found our petition online and they said uh, we've got our fingers crossed for you but your petition has 18 signatures (laughs) (laughs) but that's (laughs) don't don't put that in the interview (laughs) you need to start playing you need to start playing to the malice of Australians (laughs) that is 90% of New Zealand that is 90% of New Zealand. Yeah, I yeah. know, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, it's a good run. <laughs> and beaming into the podcast from his baby change room in the back streets of the Sydney International Airport, it's the nappy-flipping Lewis Hobber. Hello, yeah. I genuinely am uh, he- hiding in our baby's room at the moment. She's sleeping in my bed. It's topsy-turvy. She's taken over the house. Are you okay, Lewis? Do you need help? Uh, do you? Are you offering? No, no, just asking. Maybe we can get air tasks around or something like that. Yeah, great. Heath's, Heath's got kids. He's done parenting. He can give you tips. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> You're actually at the easiest stage right now. I'm not even lying. So buckle up. No, it is. Honestly, it's wonderful. But it isn't. Um, uh, it is, recording podcasts at home has become um, slightly more challenging. Like 7.30 is exactly when she's drifting off to sleep. So right now, oh, no. if she wakes back up, I'm... You know, let's blame Australian ethical for that. <laughs> so, um, look, folks, my Russell news is is that I've been asked to MC two of his gigs for the indoor garden party. Uh, wow. is, he, is, he, is it called the Indoor Garden Party? The, the, the band is called Indoor Garden Party. <laughs> I yeah. thought he would be going for something punny like R- Russellmania. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Indoor Garden Party, that's, that's, the, name, that's the name of the band. And uh, it's not no longer 30-odd foot of Grunt. Wow. Or oh, the Ordinary Fear of God. That's it. Ordinary fear of God. Yeah, that Apparently was they had heaps of T-O-F-O-G t-shirts made. <laughs> so they just changed the name of the band. So the same initials, yeah. Right. Oh, my God. I had no idea. When you said the outdoor garden party, I thought he was, like, doing a corporate at a garden event <laughs> and, and yeah. you were the MC. You bring yeah. him on to do a tight 30. I'm just popping down a flower power. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. no it's, it's, totally, it's totally bizarre. So I'm, I'm quite nervous about this. You though. should I'm, be. On the, 19th, on the 19th and 20th of May, I've got to go down to the Bridge Road in Roselle and MC Russell's event. Oh. But is it a gig? It's a gig. It's a band gig. And do you have to stand go out and go, welcome to the gig? That, that's it. Like, how do you MC a band on stage? Like, what does he want me to but do? But also, like, I... I reckon I've got one idea for at least one break in the show. Okay, like, right. You just walk out there, stare down the crowd and say, are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> I, if you're going to see Russell Crowe's band, 
there's a very small chance you're there to see anyone in the band other than Russell Crowe, with full respect to the indoor <laughs> garden party. But if, there's even less chance they're there to see host of Irrational Fear, Dan Illich. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I think you're fucked. This, I think you've been stitched up here. Do you know, when Russell, when Russell messaged me, he said, um, I'm doing a tour, why don't you check the dates and pick a date and, uh, and you know, come along. And I said, yeah, sounds good. That was two months ago. But I'm, I was thinking, like, great, I say sounds good. That sounds pretty non-committal. Then, like, three weeks ago, he's like, have you checked out the dates? And then sent me the dates. And, he's like, and I was like, fucking hell, all right, I can do the 19th or 20th, fuck. or both if you need. He said, great, I'll put you down for both. Oh. I'm like, fuck! Well, I guess his fallback plan in Sydney would just be have two of the Rabbitohs do it. <laughs> just an MC just saying, full credit to the band, uh, you know, we uh, went out there, we... Uh... Honestly, Sam Burgess would do a much better job than that. <laughs> Coming up, you're going to be hearing Two Hearts' compelling song about allowing New Zealand to the Eurovision, but first, here's a message from this week's sponsor. The Australian Federal Government is serious about Tasmania's housing crisis, which is why they're funding a new estate to house 23,000 people weekly, 80 minutes at a time, in an AFL stadium in Hobart. Nothing will inspire rent-stressed tenants to get better-paid jobs to pay more rent, like hearing a quarter-filled stadium filled with lukewarm supporters. Go Tasmania! Yes. With their ample experience in being political footballs, Hobart's homeless will be motivated to become professional AFL footballers. <laughs> and play for Tasmania's first AFL team, the fearsome Tassie Landlords. Pay the, pay the rent, pay the rent, it's time to pay the rent. Because the only thing better than a home is a home ground. Authorised by the Australian Football Lobby, Canberra. Yeah. <laughs> right now, there's a you know, potential new AFL team in Tasmania happening. Got any suggestions about what the team could be called, Heath? I mean, you are a massive AFL head. I'm a massive AFL fan, but I'm also a massive Tasmania fan. Mm. So, unfortunately, I mean, like, I've, I've been quite charmed with the place. I went to the Salamanca Markets in Hobart once, uh-huh, yeah. and I was so charmed I bought a leather hat. <laughs> and then I walked away and I was like, why do I want a leather hat? Great, great. You're playing the, the Tassie leather hats. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good vibe. Yeah. But uh, I, don't know, I don't know where else there is in Tasmania. Uh, Tasmania's home from that guy who headbutted Tony Abbott. Oh, yeah. His name was like Psycho Daisy something DJ, right? Yeah, yeah. DJ Psycho Daisy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they could, be, they could be called the Tassie Kisses. The Tassie Kisses. Yeah, yeah. Fight. Welcome, please welcome the Tassie Kisses. Any ideas for I a mean, Tassie, Tassie AFL the, name? The Tasmaniacs seems, oh, um, seems, yeah. seems to be the most obvious. Oh, though, uh, based on most of my friends' Instagram posts from going there. It it's, very, be, it's very Martin Bryant. Yeah, very it, Martin it'd, Bryant. it'd have to be the, 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 um, the, the Hobart art galleries. Um, <laughs> Or the, the Mimers. <laughs> I know people talk about a lot in NBA is when, you know, they sell a franchise and the, t- and the, the new team makes no sense in the new context, i.e. the Utah Jazz uh, or the LA Lakers where there are no lakes. Yeah. But I think yeah. given how poorly attended Gold Coast Suns games are, it could be very oh, fun yeah. to send the Suns to Tasmania. The first time they've seen sun in years. <laughs> the first time Tasmania's seen sun. That's Actually, great. now that I've said it out loud, I think the Tasmanian Mimers is too hard to go past. The uniform could just be a wall of vaginas. <laughs> 
This week's First Fear, a muffin break franchise has been hit with 360 child labour charges, not including Sundays and public holidays, of course. They've been accused of employing three children under the age of 15 without a permit. Uh, no one knew for so long because there were just three kids standing on top of each other with a massive trench coat. Um, some of these muffin break kids were working without an adult present. The adults that were present didn't have a working with children check. This is like the second massive child labour story in Australia in the last month or so. Mm. Do you, you may remember like a, uh, there was a heartwarming story about a country cafe that was employing kids to make jam. Fearmongers, what's with these stories of child labour? Why are we hearing them now? We're hearing them quite often. Muffin Break is always going to have the problem with children working there because they've got such alluring smells in their shop, you know. So um, they kind of they kind of wafted, they drift in, you know, um, through a line of a muffin smell. I worry about children working Muffin Break. My flatmate, when I was 18, used to work in Muffin Break. And he would bring home about 20 muffins per day, and it was fantastic. Uh, it fed everybody. Uh, but that is, that is not a perk a child needs. Mm. It sounds like a child obesity problem, yeah, well, a <laughs> labour problem. Who, who are they giving these muffins to? <laughs> Mums and dads? <laughs> Mums and dads already have muffins. We need muffin control in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I think, wasn't it about four years ago, the, uh, is it plain Guinness brewing that? <laughs> that? No, that's just, that, that doesn't matter. Just, it's the factory theatre. Ambiance, there it is. <laughs> it was about four years ago, the CEO of Muffin Break, um, what's their name? Fagan, I believe. Uh, how do you know the name of the that... CEO of Muffin Break, just off the top of your head? Well, I, I said it was Fagan, who's the leader of the orphan children in all of the twists. Oh, right. So it was a reference. The plane got it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on the plane's having a good old giggle. <laughs> right now. Come on, Lewis, you're a musical fan. Yeah, that was pretty subtle. I mean, no one in the Muffin Break uh, child labour court case is accused of pickpocketing. <laughs> Did you know that break and muffin break is short for um, breaking the law? <laughs> oh! Well, there's a, there there a, lot of, a lot of kids Did out there that? who are just begging for a muffin break. <laughs> Please, can I go home to see my family? <laughs> you want a break from the muffin break? Yeah, I want a break from the muffin break. My hands are so sore. I didn't know I'd just be making small cakes all day. No wonder no one's got an appetite for them. This is a rational fear. I'm with Shirley, and Shirley is the owner of Muffin Break. Muffin Break, of course, have incredible sustainable practice, and that's what we're about to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. Your sustainable practice. Yeah, yeah. I'm really proud of them. Taking the saddest headlines and giving them a little tickle. This week's second fear, Elon Musk has got more projectile dysfunction problems. Heath, you have been following this story for a while. What's happening with Elon Musk this week? He's not having a run of good luck, is he? No, he's not doing well. But if you're a big fan of Musk schadenfreude like I am, <laughs> uh, it's a good time to put on the fishing waders and fill your boots. <laughs> Everyone's favourite human jellyfish turned entrepreneur, Elon Musk. Uh, people are making fun of him because his spaceship blew up. Yeah. And he described it, right? There's a whole deal about it. It was going to take off on the 17th, but there was a pressure valve that was discovered to be frozen. Um, and obviously, you know, 25-degree day in spring in Texas, that sort of thing happens all the time. <laughs> Parts randomly freeze over, right? So then they, they decided to abandon the launch for that day but go through what they call a wet dress rehearsal. What? Which is the most awful phrase I've heard in a long time. It oh. sounds like the sort of thing you do the day before an incontinent wedding. <laughs> so you do it sounds on like the kind of thing Disney on ice on before set. they um, freeze the ice. <laughs> yes, that's, yeah. that's true, yeah. It's what they do at SeaWorld with the, um, the orca show, you know. <laughs> they, you spend five months in a gym kind of doing it, you're like, all right, it's wet rehearsal today, we're going in, we're going oh. in with the... <laughs> oh. 
Anyway, the, the thing that everyone's really excited about is after the spaceship took off, eventually, and yeah. exploded, yeah. SpaceX described it on Twitter as a rapid, unscheduled disassembly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is like, you know, it's kind of like crapping your pants and then describing it as a downturn in sphincter garment relations. <laughs> <laughs> or an involuntary repigmentation of the under trousers or even a momentary slump in faecal waste reduction KPIs. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if it was a manned mission, uh, I assume SpaceX may have, out, may have put out a tweet that said something to the effect of, uh, oh, the crew are accessing the afterlife well ahead of schedule. <laughs> But, yeah, then it took off and blew up. And uh, Elon Musk said a bunch of stuff. He was like, uh, oh, yeah, it'll be great if uh, if the launch pad stays intact after it takes off. It didn't. Yeah. So there well, you go. He, well, I mean, he put out a tweet two years ago saying, do we need a fire trench? I don't think we need a, tr- a fire trench. And then, <laughs> and then the, as a result of not having a fire trench, the whole base kind of blew up as Exploded, well. Exploded, yeah. yeah. And they had some- Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Some people have like a big pit of water or something like that. And he was like, yeah, we'll think of that for the next one. I mean, it's, it's now, just- NASA have got this incredible system where they, they push tons and tons of water, hundreds, thousands of tons of water through pipes to, to uh, soften the, the fire and the debris and the sound and the acoustics whenever they launch anything. And he's like, no, I don't need any of that. That's bullshit. Well, he hasn't had time to think of that because he spent a lot of this week uh, running his... A burner Twitter account where he role plays as a three-year-old. I don't know if you've seen this. Hang on, what? <laughs> Hang on, is this is this true? Yeah, he's got another Twitter account where he's like, "It's my toy boyfriend tomorrow," and uh, people discovered it because he posted a screenshot of his own Twitter account. And there's like a little button you can press to switch to another account, and they found oh. it's called like like Elon Baby or something. I think it's and Elon he, yeah, Tests. It's, I think it might be. Yeah, Elon. <laughs> Have you have you covered this on on your hard hitting current affairs program on Triple J? Uh, honestly, there are a few people uh, when you do daily dumb radio like I do. There there comes a time where you just have to stop talking about people. Like it happened with Donald <laughs> Trump, and it's now happening with Elon Musk. The other person we've had to do it with was Snoop Dogg. Like it just gets to a point where somebody does so much wacky shit. The big three. Yeah, <laughs> the holy trinity. Thoughtless. <laughs> Where you just like it's fu- it's funny to talk about, but it's diminishing returns. And unfortunately, uh, Elon Musk is no longer just unfunny as a person. He's also unfunny to talk about, even when he does funny shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty damning of this whole segment. Then <laughs> it's just the buoyancy it needed at the back end to get us into a break. Hey, this this was a this was rocket humour, in my opinion, and it went straight to oh, the sorry, moon, baby. Yeah. <laughs> a rational fear. 
Elon Musk's company SpaceX is facing a failure to launch. The company's Starship rocket exploded minutes after its launch, calling it a successful failure. You say it explodes. I, I think they they destroyed it on purpose. Since 1986, there's been one company that's been looking after money ethically. That's our good friends at Australian Ethical. On a scale of 1 to 10, Lewis, how ethical is it to sponsor this podcast? Oh, um, 11. And if you're... In fact, you know what? I will say I love accepting money from Australian Ethical. But I, (laughs) personally, am not ethical. I'll accept money from a cocaine syndicate if it comes through. As you can see, I'm currently sitting on the floor and I want some money for a chair. But I will say... uh, it makes me go to sleep at night a little easier knowing the money we take is from a it's company clean. that does not take money from cocaine trafficking, um, which would essentially just be me giving my, my own money back anyway. In the meeting for for this podcast to get sponsorship, they said, what are the risks? And I said, well, you, you might have the risk where Lewis and I might be unethical yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a high-risk venture. So I think actually they should be applauded for taking the risk more than anything else. Uh, Australian Ethical is the sponsor of Rational Fear. This week's third fear, rights are being expanded for New Zealanders in Australia. That's right, for the first time since 2001, New Zealanders now have a similar set of rights to Australian humans in New Zealand. It's a radical departure from the Howard-era laws that put New Zealanders in a a quote-unquote special category. That special category simply meant you can hang out but don't take any of our jobs or money or become a citizen. And if you want to become a citizen, it's going to take 10 years and about 30 grand worth of legal fees. Uh, But from July 1... New Zealanders will be able to access NDIS, disability payments, social services, and instant citizenship if you've been here for four years or longer. I don't know about you guys, but I smell a Rugby World Cup win in Australia's future. It's very exciting. Uh, what do you think about this? I, I think it's wonderful. I think the Australian government has taken a look, long, hard look at itself and thought, what minority group have we been paying the least attention to? Uh, New Zealanders. Let's start giving them what they deserve and always have. Well, you haven't come here on a boat. No. no. I mean, you should need to come on a boat to get to get proper attention. I, I honestly didn't know that wasn't the case. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, let me tell you, a lot of New Zealanders who come here also don't know that's yeah, the case. Well, so what are the benefits? You can, you can vote. I don't want to vote. In your, I can just come live and work here and not have to participate in your democracy and that sounds like a great uh, deal to me <laughs> and like Heath you spend a lot of time in New Zealand you're like a New Zealand media superstar over there oh wow uh, you, know, you know I mean yeah. not in Australia so what do you think about this uh, it doesn't affect me at all so I don't care <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who this is exciting news for Dan uh, is your new benefactor Russell Crowe Yes, Russell Crowe. Well, he's not a benefactor. I'm doing the gig for free. He's like, what? <laughs> You're not what? doing that gig for free. <laughs> oh, well, he, well, he's helped out with the rational fear in the past. You know, he retweets me occasionally, and you know, Damn. he chipped into the, the joke keeper billboard stuff. That's the that's the that's the only quid pro quo you need. Retweet <laughs> Dan, and you'll do shit for free. Far out. It's the sort of no, groveling no. sycophancy that led us it's to this legislation people. in the first it's place. It's a million people. It's a million. You know, when, when oh, I got yeah. engaged, Joseph, I got engaged in New Zealand and I put a photo up on Twitter and Russell Crowe t- retweeted it to a million people. And then <laughs> it what? Was, Your most private moment. <laughs> <laughs> and he chooses, 
Dan, you got to get some of that Pope's exorcist money. <laughs> uh, okay, so all you need as a New Zealander to kind of pass the citizenship test in Australia, Joseph, yeah. is a character check, yeah. uh, adequate knowledge of Australia, and basic English competency. So let's start with the character check, Joseph. Okay, yeah, bring um, it on. Um, if you are in need of, of, a, of a toilet in like a shopping centre, but the only one that is available is one for people with disabilities, do you use it? Was this a cultural thing here, or...? <laughs> because here, we bloody do, mate. <laughs> and you better say yes. In New, in New Zealand, you're allowed to do that, but only for an all-black and only for fornication yeah. purposes. Here's a, here's a quick this character is... check. Name one of Australia's best-loved comedy characters. But ideally, Ro one Roger. of the ones that um, hasn't been cancelled for racism. <laughs> Ideally, one with uh, a fake moustache and uh, and tattoos. Wink, wink. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about adequate knowledge of Australia, Joseph? Okay. Name Australia's first prime minister. Uh, John Wallaby. That's correct. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Excellent. Really Alrighty, good. I'm in. And a basic English competency. Here we go. Okay. With, I believe that's a uh, I believe that's a Jet Connect plane go to New Zealand right now. Um, Joseph, uh -huh. how many syllables are in the word no? Uh, that'd be three. Yes, yeah. well How do you do it? No, that's nah. about it. Nah. And the, la the last kind of requirement is $490. So okay. if you've got $490... Oh, then yeah. I'm out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working exclusively for Russell Crowe for the last few years. <laughs> I've got nothing. Your song, From Two Hearts... Uh, about getting to Eurovision is so funny and fantastic. Uh, well done. Thank you. I'm going to play it right now and then we'll wrap up the show. I hope it works. Here we go. Europe united, but we weren't invited. And we feel like a failure. We get the reason we're not European. But neither is Australia. And those guys live so far away. Ovens, European things, we love them. I've got German second cousins. Let us into Eurovision. We're not bluffing, we'll be stunning. You got space, you kicked out the Russians. You want bears, we'll bring a dozen. Let us into Eurovision. Open up, open up, and let us in. Showing up is enough. We probably won't win. Open up, open up, we'd love to go. Cheer up, cheer up, we're ready for an. Colonizers Open up, open up We'll pack our bags We will try not to suck But we will be quite jet-lagged Au vrai, au vrai, including me Au fil au vrai Je ne comprends pas Parlez-vous anglais 300 million years ago The world looked nothing like the one we know 
New Zealand and Europe's not a crazy idea Cause we used to be connected We used to be together in Pangea Pangea In Pangea Pangea In Pangea We used to be together in Pangea When the earth began we were all one supercontinent If you go back to the missions of a camera then Kiwis are European So good. What a banger. What a banger. That could actually win Eurovision. People keep saying that. I'm like, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) you you got to sing live with that thing. (laughs) Uh, Well, that is it for Irrational Fear. Let's thank our guests, Heath Franklin, Joseph Moore and Lewis Hobart. Let's get some plugs underway. Got some two hearts gigs coming up in yeah. Australia. Oh, fantastic! We're we're in Sydney doing our full hour show called "We're Pregnant and the Baby Is Music." Um, <laughs> it's like an arena pop concert in a small room. Uh, that's on Saturday and Sunday night at the Factory Theatre. <laughs> hey, Franklin, are you going to be yourself somewhere soon? Yeah, I'm going to be myself uh, in New Zealand soon, and then I'm going to be in Brisbane as well, and then I'm going to be in Sydney too. Uh, so three of the best uh, cities in the world. After also being in Perth, New Zealand's a city. <laughs> Well, Auckland, I'm being in Auckland specifically, (laughs) but I just, you know. Lewis Homer, are you plugging anything in the moment? Uh, No, 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 no. Sorry, I I thought maybe yes. Are you you plugging Planned Parenthood? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Birth control? I'm plugging chairs at the moment. If anyone can get me a chair, uh, that'd be great. I'm currently just um, here perched on the ground, as you can see. This This is what my life has become. <laughs> uh, I'm going to plug the indoor garden party at the Bridge Road, uh, at the Bridge Hotel in the Roselle. I see what I'm going to I'm going to plug getting paid for work. That's uh, <laughs> oh, is Russell Crowe the chief CEO of Muffin Break? What's going on? <laughs> I know. I one thing I do have to do. I feel like I need to go see the Pope's Exorcist before I go. Oh, he's going to ask you so many questions oh. about it. Like, what was your favourite scene of the? <laughs> here's, a, here's a Russell Crowe story for you. So, in the trailer for the Stan movie called Poker Face, um, they had a had, a, had a, like a, a shot of the hacker doing hacking stuff, and it had this crazy user interface for hacking, and it, I. It's one of my bugbears, one of the tropes, the tropes I hate most. And I just screen capped that, uh, that shot and put it on Twitter. And I said, why do hackers use unusual software compared to everybody else? And then fucking Russell Crowe retweeted and said, should have got Illich in the fucking edit suite. <laughs> <laughs> Like fuck it, you know? like, so like that that didn't sink the job for me. Like even okay. though I even though I slagged off poker you and, face. You and Rusty are like sparring partners. I'm, like, I'm so jealous, as you well know. He's um, I think he is. He's just slagging off his art department. It's probably what he does every day anyway. That's right. Yeah. I think he's Australia and New Zealand's most fascinating man, and I'm um, I'm excited to hear more yeah. about uh, your meeting with him. Well, Russell's like applied for. New Zealand's uh, Australian citizenship a few times, but has always been rejected. Like it's so weird, like an Oscar winner being rejected. Yeah, but now he's got to pass a character test. <laughs> <laughs> but he can do characters. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big thanks to Road Mike's Australian Ethical, our Patreon supporters, Jacob Round on the Tap and Yucky Timeline. Next week is our last uh, episode for the season, so please tune into that. And we might even we might even have someone on the podcast from Australian Ethical. We can ask them all about human trafficking. Oh, I mean, that sounds pretty bleak. (laughs) 
Well, I'm doing my show here at the Sydney Comedy Festival in a shipping container, so that's pretty close to human traffic, am I right? <laughs> Just one closed door away from human traffic here, am I right? <laughs> Until next week, there's always something to be scared of. Good night. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.